Welcome, welcome, welcome to Big Week in Gaming Podcast, and what do you know, it's been a big week in gaming. I'm Swinney for episode 102 on this Sunday, the 30th of October 2022. In this week's show, the very first Witcher game is getting a remake, Fallout 4 makes its way to next-gen, aka current-gen consoles, first impressions of Bayonetta 3 and more impressions of Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, and what the hell is going on with Dark Souls PC servers. If you'd like to support the show, we'd love to get you to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. If you're a mega fan, come join us on Discord. All the links are in the description below at bigwigpod.com. Now, joining us today, we've got our executive producer, Intergot. Hello, hello, hello. And joining us for the first time ever, Yeezy himself, Kanye West, is on the show. Hey, yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? No, that's so dangerous. I was like, why did you set him up? Because he felt the he felt the energy needed to do an impression. He sounds nothing like Kanye. I, I don't think he sounds like that. In Can my I just head, say, he sounds like Mike Tyson. Mike, you've you have grown. You've gone on the character arc. The fact that you didn't mention any of his talking points of the last month that was I the ran- most dangerous thing, Sweeney. You know, look, I know you guys aren't Avengers fans, but there's a point in, in the, the movies where, like, Doctor Strange, like, looks at all the possible timelines, right, and mm. figures out the best option. In my head, before this show, I'm like, if I introduce him as Kanye West, oh, what are all the possible Do, You know why he could have said, he could have said, outcomes? death to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> he could have said, no, given... <laughs> DEFCON 5. I'm going DEFCON oh. 6. <laughs> Man, yeah. Oh, no, look, no. that was oh dangerous, Winnie. That's not like you. What's going on? What, what, you, what a... kind of mood? You're in a very Halloween mood, aren't you? Mm. Man, he's just he's one upped himself. I like it's. I don't know how he does it. He keeps one upping himself each time he goes off the. the Dude, we're so old. We like fully remember. Remember the whole t- Taylor Swift thing when he got jumped up on the stage, <laughs> and mm-hmm. the George Bush thing when they go down live TV. Okay, we got to pump things up. This is going on national TV. He goes. George Bush doesn't care about black people and all that. Which, by the way, I have so much admiration that he went yep. up and did that, right? Had the balls to do that when everyone else was like, oh. I think it was Chris Tucker, was it, that he was with? And he's like, he just goes back to the auto cue script. He's like, shit, I don't want to lose my job. And outside of the gaming sphere, the last couple of weeks have just been like just crazy stuff happening. Like between all that and, you know, Elon Musk finally actually like. Like yeah. freeing the, freeing the bird, freeing the bird. All this, I love that. All this stuff is just—it's kind of like all these things that. It's like not saying like the Elon Musk Twitter thing is a train wreck, but they're things you just can't no, like. You want to so. hear about it because it's just hmm. there's strange happenings, you know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of dramatic events, right? Like you have yeah. strange in, in happenings, Europe, like an invasion of a country in Europe. Yeah, you have like Twitter just completely like. like the guy who bought it brings in a sink just to do a meme. He walks in with... Have you seen this, Mike? He walked into Twitter with a sink. I have. And then just tweeted, let that, let this sink in. Or, Honestly, if I was like, a billionaire, I'd be doing the same shit. So I can't t- blame Okay. <laughs> Can I just say, it is actually true that Mike... I think Mike does have Elon vibes. That's true. What? Elon vibes. <laughs> it's true because he's got the same dumb dad almost dad joke <laughs> stuff right and it's it's the thing is i know yeah. that some people don't like elon musk but and i'm not the huge fan of him i think you guys know that but like i think his heart's in the right place most of the time generally um i reckon yeah, yeah. and i think that's where mike's is the same like you'll you'll have your heart sort of in the right place yeah only i have and then you'll do you a know, kanye impression a few billion like, less than him 
Nice to say. <laughs> a few billion less. Well, how how many billion is he? Forty five or something. So yeah, negative yeah, forty five. Forty five from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, but by I the way, have more Hot Wheels than him. Going what? back to the Discord. Now we yeah. have like this. You know, come and join the the party. We've got like people are just chatting to each other, like a proper Discord Ooh. community. Yeah. And you guys oh, are shit. not on there. <laughs> I know, I need to get on. I need to Discord, get on. what's that? I need to get on. I'm uh, not on there. I pressed, I I need... pressed Windows L and just locked myself out of, out of the podcast. I need Wait, to train uh, myself. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? <laughs> no, no, I'm back. I'm uh, back. You locked yourself in the It still works, but I just like, fuck, <laughs> it's, it's a locking screen. It's amazing that worked, actually. <laughs> I know, right? I was meant to put an emoji in. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it's, uh, for our audio listeners, uh, you know, we are celebrating the uh, the October Halloween festivities mm. a bit with our, uh, you know, bringing back the old Halloween layout and, you know, with, uh, with some of us have dressed up some elements, you know, I'm surprised that the mm. Snapchat filters aren't back. I was expecting nah, they're, that. they're gone. Yeah, no, nah, I was... I actually like... deleted it. I deleted them. It, Mike wow. ruined it. Mike, Why? <laughs> Mike just went so... It's like... Like a show that you just go too hard on. You're like, I'm just over this now. I can't even watch this show. It's like, okay, I only did it for like one episode. <laughs> Mike was saying before the show, it's like the flame that burns the brightest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. half as long or something. That's like the Snapchat filters. It was that you episode. Know, I just went all in and oh, then very so brightly. I think I was, very, I was very diligent in my usage of the filters. I think it was that episode where Mike yeah. was clicking through a filter every few seconds while we were doing this show. And I was like, okay, I hate these filters now. All right. Uh, Just one uh, clarification on the show I wanted to make. Um, So last week I was talking, Mike, I know you weren't on the show. I was talking about um, A Plague Tale Requiem. Yes, I did listen to that part. And uh, I just mentioned, because I was talking on the show uh, uh, about the fact that, you know, I was playing it on Series X and that, you know, it felt, the performance felt good. It wasn't, it's not 60, but I'm like, it feels... 40, I think? Yeah, it feels higher than 30, I know, mm. you know, so I just want to clarify You also the said about the VRR stuff. Well, actually, so I didn't really, all I basically said was, you know, with my setup. Now, I was actually waiting for Digital Foundry's kind of breakdown, and they did a good breakdown on it, and apparently it's because if you've got TVs that support 120 hertz, then the game mm. can run up to, up to 40 but sometimes it's like hovering between the two. But it definitely right. felt smooth and thirty. So I just wanted to clarify it was because of my setup and my oh. TV that allowed. <laughs> it felt that... smoother than forty because I ran it at one twenty. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Saying... But it's also I think it's I because it's, I'm, I'm you've, you've got that VRR stuff. Yeah. So it's like so, G-Sync so for be nice consoles. Yeah. 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 So I just wanted to clarify that it was because of my setup. So not everyone with a Series X is going to have that, you know, probably just run it 30 okay. for many times. <laughs> we say so well, not everyone, probably. We say probably 98% of people <laughs> won't have it. So, yeah. So that that's all I want to mention. Not a correction, just a clarification. So You know, I sense. actually knew that when you were saying about it. And I was processing, oh, yeah, it's because you've got the VRR stuff and it runs at 40, 40 hertz. So hmm. maybe I should have said it. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, I guess let's talk about some of the stuff we've been playing. So, Intigot, mm-hmm. what have you been up to yeah, this Yeah, so, <coughs> good time, die, cough. Uh, so, <laughs> still on the Splatoon 3 Picross grind. I'm about 100 hours, 100 hours into Splatoon 3. Ooh. I like you bunch them together like you can do them at the same time. It only came out 100 hours ago. They're like, you know, well, Picross is a very, okay, I'm going into work, play it on the train or whatever, uh, whereas Splatoon has to be a dedicated setup to play it, docked always. Um, yeah, no, but really, really loving it still. Um, it's a like, it's a bit interesting that they didn't actually 
do a Splatfest or something like that for Halloween. They're doing it for the Pokemon release. Um, and then I think like this new salmon run, big run things happening probably in December, which is going to be really cool. Um, played a bit more of Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Really, really enjoying that. I will park that game. Um, but I am really, really enjoying it. Again, really cool. you were hyped for that one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad yeah. So it's turned out to be good. Yeah, it, it, like to be honest, I was I would have been shocked if it didn't turn out well because it's just such a good formula, um, like a bit of a Mario XCOM. So yeah, the thing is, it's not as hard. But I actually think I prefer that. The mm-hmm. first game is much harder than this one. Um, and so then, what's the reason you're parking it? Well, the reason why I'm parking it, mm-hmm. Swinny, is because I picked up Bayonetta three. Ah. The, the much controversial maligned mm. in some communities. Now going the other direction. I don't know if we were going to... The what a Jennifer Hale we'll, version? We'll, we'll chat about it when we do the sizzling because mm. there's an ah, okay. We'll, okay. We'll, talk, okay. we'll definitely discuss it. But just on the game itself, really loving it. think it looks awesome. I know that Digital Foundry have published a video. I think it, it, it I don't know, has like probably, you know, poor performance in some areas. But to be honest... I kind of expect these of Switch games at this part of the cycle. To me, it looks really mm-hmm. good. Um, so they've, they've done the video for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's actually like... I, think I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's interesting what they said. They, you know, they, they praise the fact that, you know, the game is, you know, like from a performance standpoint, is, you know, pretty solid. But mm-hmm. I think yeah. they were just saying that it was just from an art, maybe, um, I guess, uh, art design, not art design, just... You know, like some of the art just maybe wasn't as appealing, like the yeah. style of the game. Um, you know as what? Maybe number two. Number two, they're referencing number two a lot. So. I gotta say, when Digital Foundry, because they're, they're I, I think they went from being like in my mind, oh my god, like what an awesome resource, you know, exact frame pacing, you know, kind of giving you an explanation of the feel that you have for some games where you're like, this game feels wrong for some reason. It's like poorly frame paced mm-hmm. or this other stuff. I find personally, just for me, they're going too far where they're talking about shit. And I'm like, this is just bullshit opinion that you have. And I'm like, mm, I don't even think you're right about yeah, half the you know, things. They, but... Yeah, but I mean, they have to, like, they can't just talk about frame rates. You know, they, they have to diversify the oh, stuff they cover. Yeah, and I can I can judge them on that as yeah. well, right? But, Damn um, right. I mean, pff, we're on an equal podcast level, right? I think, I <laughs> yeah. think we've now reached that level where I think, you know, one I to think... one. It's we and can make comments. I could definitely see you watching that video and being like, "Ah, oh, look, I don't agree with that. I don't yeah, agree with that. Yeah. That's that's just pure opinion. And a lot of what they do is obviously opinion. I think it's just because of the scale of the game is much bigger yeah. in terms of like the areas and stuff. Yeah. But look, I'm later. I'm so still a huge just... fan of the. I mean, I know you are too, obviously. Oh too. no, I'm a big fan. They're I like. I great literally channel. watch yep. most of the stuff that they put. In. I watch their mm-hmm. podcast, so I'm like mm-hmm. actually a big fan of it. I actually prefer the podcast because it's just all opinion, right? Um, Actually, but, like when they cover like things like Clonoa and like these retro games. Yeah, yeah, that, same. That stuff that is just really cool. Yeah. That, Sometimes I, when I'm by myself, I think about the the guy with glasses, the bald guy with glasses. Is it the dark X, dark one X guy? What's his I, name? I actually I don't know his, his name, name, but I know his Twitter think, handle. Weirdly, enough. I think dirty thoughts about him sometimes. Okay, the yeah, British, the British guy. Yeah. Yeah, like guy, you yeah. look a bit Jeffrey Dahmerish when you're saying about your dirty <laughs> thoughts. Not those kind of dirty thoughts. Oh, okay, dirty okay. Thoughts. I thought they're the only ones that you have. Um, so just getting back to Bayonetta three, uh, like it, oh man, the Bayonetta series. It, you know, when you've played the fir- a bit of tiny bit of the first one, yeah, it's just so it's, it's so extra is the best way to describe it. And this is 
super so extra. Like, hmm, you know, okay. not, you know, I hate spoiling stuff, but just like Pick my interest. You're in a cruise ship, you know, riding a massive tsunami, crashing into a massive mega gorgon demon. Like, it's just like so literally over the top. But, and it just flows like one thing after the other. That you just like on for, on this crazy ride, wow, so I'm cool. really really enjoying awesome. it, and I'm I'm kind of glad that I just said fuck it, I'll just jump straight into Bayonetta three, and I'll swing back to Bayonetta one and two. I'm I'm so glad they kept being able to do that series, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah After yeah. the first one, which looked, you know, didn't set the world on sale, no. uh, a fire sales wise, half a but, billion franchise though. Half you a know, th- thankfully, obviously, Nintendo really wanted some some good games for the wii u you yeah know, so thankfully they kind of you know help fund that and bring number three to life as well it's just mm. i'm really happy they were able to do it and it sounds like this one's selling pretty decently so well i mean you're matching it up with there's not as many games coming out on the switch mm. like it's one of its biggest releases i guess when you, you put it like that unless some mario release comes out in the next three months it's going to be its big release for the christmas period so I think it's going to get some shine, and it's a really freaking cool game. Like, I'm glad that it's scored so well. I think it's, like, 89s or something like that. Yeah. Like, it might play, really good. like, a really last-minute play into the Game of the Year award kind of contention. Um, the one thing I would say, like, and I'm really, really enjoying it, man, like, it does not hold your hand if you have just joined the series. Mm. Like, it is, like, straight in. Like... Not really any, you know how most games like this will have the tutorial pacing all the way through it. Yeah, it kind of doesn't Mega even Man, Mega do Man. that. It just like puts it to the far left. Hey, you could do mm. combos or this or that or whatever. And I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm not dying and stuff like that. But it's just like I know I'm not. I'm kind of just mashing this shit. I'm not really playing in an optimal way. And that's interesting because there's going to be a lot of people where this is their first Bayonetta game. A lot. Mm. More, way more than number two, I think. So, oh, 100%. Or at least wow, I gotta play just because of the use install base, mm. you know. Um, yeah, number two sold way less than number one. But I actually would have thought they would have had a lot. Like, because they talk about it in the options that you pick. Like, they have you have to pick the naive angel thing. Like, on or off and stuff like that, right? And it's quite so, uh, naive angel. Is it on or off for you? It's off, of course. Come on. <laughs> but what about the kids? You know. Well, they're not watching me play it. <laughs> they're not sneakily watching you over your shoulder when you're on the, the handle. <laughs> the weird part about it is they change things in the game. That to me, and the example they use is not like her uh, in a very uh, well kind of salacious perspective. They actually use the guy smoking a cigar to be like naive angel modes off. When you put naive angel mode on, his cigar turns into it looks like like a chocolate cigar with like sprinkles on it, That's but it's still like the same motion of smoking it with That's smoke. Awesome. I'm like, I don't really think that's that's enough, guys. Like, come on, what the hell? Should should have turned into a giant. What is it? Fad? You know those yeah. candy, yeah, candy yeah. cigarettes? Yeah. So no, but hey, I'm really loving it. Like I'm gonna like I'll, I'll focus in on trying to get through that game. Uh, before God of War Ragnarok that is coming out in a few weeks, which is already... About to hit. It's already being sold in, like, Target in the States. <laughs> like, uh-huh. what a stuff-up. So, And unlike, uh, what is it, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which has an installer on the disc, and that's it. Oh, Ragnarok is, like, it? the full game's on it. You don't, well, yeah. well, you can just play it now. 
there's, yeah, a, yeah. there's a note, yeah, there's a note in our sizzler that I was going to mention. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw it, Mike, but yeah, like it's no, I, I did see that. Seventy-two yeah. megabyte crazy. installer. Yeah. That's all that's wow. on the disc. Well, you could fit the entire Call of Duty in seventy-two megabytes, can't you? Not even probably number one, right? So that's so. But oh, that does stop yeah, these situations, hmm. right? Hmm. So it's it's interesting. So I saw Corey, uh, Corey Barlog, the guy who directed God of War twenty eighteen, was like complaining about it and getting super annoyed and being like, "Oh, we should just do an installer next time because this is like bullshit." But yeah, far out. What a stuff Damn. up. So so there's a lot of spoilers about God of War Ragnarok at the moment. So YouTube's going to be full of it, which is quite annoying. Cool. I'll look yeah. out for them. <laughs> <laughs> but how about you, Mike? What have you been playing? Well, the opposite of installing, I have just uninstalled Deathloop, and that is because oh. I finished it. Oh, <laughs> nice. You Not clocked it, it was... sorry. I, I don't understand it. this fish and finished it. I know, finished. What the hell is oh, that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I did clock it properly, finally. Uh, it, it kind of felt like it maybe overstated its, its welcome a little bit. But that's maybe because I was focusing on doing tangenty stuff that, like, getting certain <laughs> weapons and stuff that didn't require relooping yeah. all the time. Um, and it felt like I had stagnated. But the game makes it pretty good in the menu to figure out where to kind of go next or what to do next. So it doesn't completely hold your hand. You're still free to kind of drop things down and figure things out for yourself. But it does guide you on on where where to go. Um, and it was a really cool experience. I, re- I really enjoyed it overall. Um, good gameplay, cool story, awesome concept, um, different ways of approaching situations. So you can kind of experiment and explore, especially maybe halfway through the game I started doing that. There are certain things that you prefer and certain things that, that you'd like to stick with. But then depending on what you need to do on that particular level, because there's, without spoiling anything, four separate maps... And within that, they change throughout the day. So effectively, each map has four variations of it. Um, and there are certain things that you need a different approach potentially, and there's different abilities that can help more. Um, but yeah, mixing and matching, really, really fun. Some really cool concepts, uh, funny dialogue, some really cool bits. I highly recommend that game. It's it's a really, really cool, solid game. So and I noticed when you were talking about it last week that, that you gave it a shot as well. So... Hmm. I think and it's, look, it's worth I, pursuing. I liked it. And after the show, when you, you obviously heard what I said, you're like, oh, you did, it's a shame you didn't like Deathloop. Like, no, I didn't say Yeah, that. I misunderstood. I, I was thought just, you weren't really in, Well, what I realised oh, is... I thought you talk, weren't that into it either, to be honest. Yeah. No, I was basically saying I just felt that the way the game introduced all the concepts, like I just maybe didn't like the way they did it. It just felt a bit overwhelming. The tutorial's like an hour and a half long, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But what I realized—that that does drive me nuts. Look, though. That's I don't know. No, 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 hang on. It's it's hard to describe it. It's not so much the the, the tutorials that it's just the way the game kind of flows. It's not an hour and a half, but you you kind of just have to go with it. Don't bother doing side stuff, exploring too much because there's no point until about an hour into the game. It's when kind it of like up. due to the nature of the game, they need to unravel it like a bit yeah. slower than most games, but. No, what I realise, and I do this all the time, um, where when I kind of, when I know a game is good, I'm like, well, everyone knows this game is good, so I find it more interesting to talk about the stuff I didn't like, which yeah. means I can't, I'm come across thinking that I don't actually like the game very much, mm. where it's actually the opposite. I was like, oh, no, this it's a really cool, unique game. I just kind of, I think at the time, you know, when you go into a game, you're like, all right, I'm really going to sink my teeth into it, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. when with this whole Game Pass um, resolution i've got a lot of it's just 
I'm just going to go try it out for a little bit. And if I get hooked, I'll get hooked. So yeah. it's kind of like the way you approach it also means, oh, I'll come back to it, you know. So I have to say, like, because, <laughs> you know, you know that I hate spoilers and I actively avoid seeing anything if I can, right? I, and, you know, Mike, you gave us Deathloop on PS5, right? Mm-hmm. When I saw the B-roll last week, I was like, oh, it's an FPS? Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really avoided spoilers. Holy moly. <laughs> I know. I think I know more about, like, the idea of what you're trying to do than, like, yeah, the style of the game. Oh, and I'm game. like, yeah, oh, it's, it's an, an FPS. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't think I play it on console. Man, they, <laughs> I think man, I need to play should... it on PC. They bloody it, showed this game off in so many of the events that we like live streamed and watched. You must have just been like, yeah, wow, producing. Damn. No, they are producing stuff. <laughs> no, but they actually showed. They would have shown the FPS, so I would have missed it. But I think they did actually show a lot of like cinematic third person mm. perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? right. I actually remember I... that. I should go back. Now that you've called me out and, and find there's, some videos. There's not even any cinematics in it, though. There aren't. No, I'm saying, but, like, in terms tra- of trailers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they but were that's more weird like... Because the game they, itself is no, nothing like that. There were trailers that were showing the... I can't remember his name, the the main guy. and then Colt, the, yeah. Yeah, and, like, him versus the, the main female Juliana. character. Yeah, so, like, it was... And you saw their actual character models and stuff like that. Right. So it was, Wait, Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, I won't say anything about it. You see Juliana as, in, as a third person, but you don't see yourself because obviously you play as Colt. Mm. But it's... Uh, I played this it is, on... This is part of it. See, like this. Yeah. This okay. kind of stuff. So That does not happen in the game. <laughs> yeah, so... But I, I fully admit that, like, later in this trailer, they show heaps of, like, FPS and stuff like that, so... Yeah. But I think I was just, like, not paying attention. Uh, but what, one thing I will say, though, PC as well. So I played it on both console and PC, yeah. and I was going back and forth a little bit, and it may well be that I got... So so one of the, the ways I started playing is I had a silenced pistol, and then I, I played sort of semi-stealth for a good chunk of the game, and just because of the accuracy required, especially in really sort of tense situations... I couldn't do it on console. It was just so... It felt oh, so, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. I had to go to PC. Yeah. yeah. But look but at this. Look at this. Look how, much, look how much third-person like perspective yeah, is in this. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> like I know, I agree. This is a bit weird, but no, this is like... This is like me not, not paying in attention. The game. I know. And then I'm like, <laughs> why are they starting this whole thing is like you're a third-person, so... Yeah, it's really... It's interesting. But yeah, highly recommend it. I think it's, it's a really cool game, and I think Joe Jais was tuning in. Uh, it is on Game Pass on PC, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, worth giving a crack as well, Joe. Mm. Good game. Cool. GGs. And that's all you've been playing? Uh, pretty, yeah. In the last two weeks, it's. I played little bits and pieces of ran- random things, but not enough to. Like, I played a little bit more of The Witcher, to which we'll talk about in a second in terms of something else. Um, Witcher, Witcher 3. Witcher 3. Yep, The Witcher yeah, 3. It, well, yeah, the good, uh, good correction, because I could yeah, get confused yeah. with The Witcher. Could, could get confused. But everything else was just like really quick dabbles that are not worth mentioning. I like how cool. Swinney sounds like a disappointed dad with that question. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all you played? played this week. That's all you played? <laughs> You're grounded. Two no, <laughs> rules to play my game. I'm going to kick one like goal. The, mm. the okay. tone was more okay, of you say no and then I move on to, to me. That was kind of the tone I was going for. <laughs> oh, I didn't pick up, I didn't pick up uh, on that either. I didn't pick up on that at all. All right. So I'm really like, slow. So what, what have you been playing, Swinney? Nah, he just bad execution. <laughs> So, look, a couple of things I just want to mention off the top. Um, I got finally got an update from Limited Run Games about (laughs) 
Ender Lilies, uh, the quietest of the nights, our game of the oh, year yeah, from last right. year. You ordered oh. it. Yeah, I ordered special. the physical edition from Limited Run yeah. Games seven months ago. Wow. I just got an email Ooh. this week saying, Ooh. Oh, you it's arriving this week. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I completely forgot I even bought that. <laughs> Damn. And, and that made me go, Is that the normal time frame for limited run games to deliver? products i don't know half a year Wait, is that a rhetorical question or well i'm wondering do you guys know no idea i, well, I didn't think you would mind <laughs> well like hey i'm into that kind of stuff i'm into that kind of stuff although hey. i keep track of orders i make <laughs> yeah, but... how do you I'm keep like, track of it how do you keep i track just of had it? a feeling you got might be the more likely person to answer that question for me you keep a spreadsheet of all the shit that you've ordered you order way too much stuff that you keep a spreadsheet of all the shit that you maybe but I actually I stopped doing that, and then the I got way. an email. Well, no, but I stopped doing that, and I got an email the other day for a Lego Speed Champions that I ordered back in Ju- late July or something from Big W, and I get an email saying your order's on the way. And I'm like, huh? And then I looked at my eBay history. Oh my, that's like three months ago I ordered that thing. Oh wow, that's that's a so massive stuff. That's right? really bizarre. For but going Big back, w. back to your question, I, yeah, I don't think it's that surprising. I think sometimes it can take mm. a year. From what well, it's the first time I'd ever ordered huh. anything off them, so I had no expectations. I kind of, I knew it wouldn't be, oh, you're getting in a couple of weeks, but I didn't realize it would be that long. No, I think so it can be is... really long because I think sometimes they can also like make the order that, like, they have an open pre order. So they wait yeah, till yeah, everyone yeah. orders, and it takes a while to make that kind of yeah. stuff. There is something else I believe you ordered that you were going to talk about, but then you didn't want to talk about, but then I think you should talk about. Yes, yeah, so I'm about to, to talk, talk about, about it, it, Mike. Thank All you right. for segue for me. <laughs> I'm just going to mention that I finally received my copy of Soul Arts. So oh, Soul so Arts cool. yes. is really fantastic uh-huh. artwork uh, compendium put together um, as part uh, by Vati Vidya, aka Michael Samuels, the Australia's own big Souls community yep. uh, veteran. Michael's are and the best. Uh, Vati, he basically throughout the years, I'll just back away a little bit. He's held lots of competitions for artwork for the Souls community. So, for example, um, and they're broken down the chapters in this art book. I'm not going to talk too much to it, I'll just mention to give you an idea. For instance, a competition, this is before Elden Ring would see trailers and stuff, you know, to design bosses for Elden Ring, to design the unseen lands of Dark Souls like Katarina Mm -hmm. and Karim that are mentioned in the lore, but no one ever, like, you've never seen them. Sicker weapons. Or or Demon's Souls 6 Archstone, which is, you know, famously broken in the game. That's like, okay, what would you design to be behind that? So cool. So this is an absolutely beautiful uh, art book that... I was going to review on the show, but unfortunately, I just didn't get the time to properly read because there's lots of Terrible. actual just text alongside the the art pieces. That the I think you did. wrote all the text, didn't he? You um, did all the writing for it from memory. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I haven't read it yet. Almost. So I mean, some of them may be the actual artist's own descriptions of things, but it's really really cool. It was a Kickstarter mm. project that raised a lot of money, and I'm um, hoping to have a good look at it this week. Pounds. Yeah, Can you still order it as well, Sweden? I'm not sure. I, I think you can. I, think, I, I think it up. you can. I yeah. Can. What's it called again? Art Souls? But... It's called Soul, Soul Arts. Soul Arts. By Vati Vijay. Single to Soul, not Souls. Soul Arts. Mm. And it's actually, <laughs> it's actually, you can probably buy it directly. Yeah, you can buy it directly from <laughs> Tune and Fairweather. Tune and Fairweather are actually people that produce the actual art book. Um, and it's currently. And it's... Eighty dollars euro, so whatever. Uh, sorry, eighty euro, euro whatever that. Whoa, that's one hundred twenty-seven Australian. 
but it is it's a premium from what i've seen because he's got a youtube clip of it that i watched a little while ago and he goes through it and stuff it is hmm. premium as in like some of the pages so for this... example there's one where it's got a sekiro weapon and in one of the pages it folds out and you can sort of see it across three pages yeah i sent you a photo of the page yeah, it's folded out really cool um... and even do you have the sleeve for it with no, so cutout? I don't have this. I don't have the sleeve. I've just got the actual book itself. Oh, so, did they but, not all come with the sleeve? No, depending on what what you backed, you got different things. So, not, is, uh, is it a signed copy? I uh, don't think so. I think I just got the book. I don't think the sleeve was signed anyway. So, just, it was like a sleeve that had. Yeah, it was just basically like a protective sleeve, but it had a yeah. cutout. Oh, imagining a Bloodborne too. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's another chapter. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, uh, so wait, just to be clear, this only has stuff around the Souls series. That doesn't exist. Is that the whole? I've got it. Well, I mean, there's that's referencing, for instance, like it's yeah. referencing areas that are referencing Dark Souls, but it's it's basically a it's compendium art. of co- community art. Yeah, yeah. So, right. but it's, it's really cool. high quality. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah, it looks that, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm um, seeing how you can actually order it. Like, I still can't find a way to order it. Well, Tune and Fairweather. Thought, if you go yeah, to Tune and Fairweather's website. website, you can order it from there. Yeah, oh, I thought okay. those are. Add to and then it said something about 2023. Tune and Fairweather are based in Ireland, I believe. That's why Ireland. it defaults to Euros. So. Ireland. Mm. Okay. Cool. Now, in terms of some stuff I've been playing, so mm-hmm. I actually finished Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. So I said last week, I've talked yeah. about the last couple of weeks, and I said last week, oh, it might take me a couple of weeks because it's not clicking with me. The game finally click. clicked with me, okay. and it was a, you know, I was a good while <laughs> way into the game before it did click. <laughs> But I think once my build started coming together and the second the second half of the game in terms of quests and areas are just way more interesting. And I'm like, okay, finally, this is the game I was wanting it to be. Mm-hmm. So I 100% it, did everything, did all the DLC. The DLC is like absolute dog shit. It is... Oh. The Borderlands games are well known for great DLC. Wonderlands is notorious for having <clears> probably <throat> one of the worst DLC. And considering you buy a season pass... That's like forty bucks, and it's these little shitty missions that, if they were five dollars each, would be worth it. But they're like fifteen dollars wow. separately. But look, I ended up having fun with the game. It's still, I would rank it at the bottom of my out of all the Borderlands games from personally because Damn. it did okay. take. Like, I wasn't having fun for the first third of the game. So, <laughs> whereas I've always had fun playing the Borderlands games, but it was mm. it was a good time. Definitely not going to make my kind of contender for game game of the year, but I think for some people, you know, it, it might. So, Tiny Teens Wonderland, so I ended up enjoying it. So, now a game that I also didn't enjoy very much, but I really wanted to try it, was Marvel Snap. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of this game. I have indeed. I have as well, sadly. Yeah, so it's a, a lot of, for some reason, a lot of podcasts, a lot of people talking about it. I'm like, okay, how much is that people just playing it fun and how many of them, okay, we've got sponsored that. I have no idea. But I'm like, you know what? I want a mobile game. I haven't got a current game that I'm playing on mobile. I want to try this. And the actual gameplay, it's basically, it's a Marvel like card game, competitive card game with like three lanes. And the actual gameplay mechanics are fine. And it's like the cards are cool and everything, but I just still can't get past you hit that home screen and it's just like just everything mobile game that you hate about the whole monetization about the whole store about the season passes and everything i'm just like i just can't deal with this shit just Mm. i just want like if it was a version for 10 bucks where and that was it and that's all you paid and there was none of that shit Mm. i'd probably get it because the core game was was pretty fun but 
one day I'll find that magical um, premium ad-free monetization-free mobile game, and uh, I don't. It'll probably take. You me used a while to have one. It was Final Fantasy something, the one that made you throw your phone. Oh, well, maybe for your friends. That's not a casual. Reasons, I'm but... looking for a casual game whoa, that you just pick up whoa, whoa. and play for like a couple of minutes ah, at a time, okay. not an an actual full blown RPG or anything on my phone. So, okay. anyway, Marvel Snap. I don't like mobile games. Is probably the, uh, the <laughs> end result of that one. Moral of um, that story. But in terms of some last couple of games, so I actually went a bit spooky this week. Ah, with Halloween ooh. theme. I actually played a few Game Pass games that got added this week um surprise surprise with the timing uh all the all the amnesia games so amnesia mm-hmm. collection amnesia rebirth and soma another game by um yeah by the same developer and the amnesia games i didn't play them for that long you know i'm not a horror game fan even though like when i say horror like these are spooky games but they're not like mm. at last level horror or anything like that and look i i think they're really really cool you know for some reason the first amnesia game gave me um it's like almost like thief vibes in terms of the way that the game feels like early, like mid two thousands kind of era. I know it was a bit later than that, but it's like, it had that kind of vibe to it. But the, so, and I tried Amnesia Rebirth, which is a most recent game. And that one's actually really, really nice looking game. Um, that, that seems really cool. But okay, the game I actually put the most time into was Soma. Mm. So, on so easy is, mode or normal mode? So I, I just played it on easy mode just because mm. I wanted to experience the story. I didn't care about the actual horror aspect. And I'm honestly glad I did because mm-hmm. the story was really, really, um, really cool. Like I love the story in that game. Mm. And I actually finished it. I finished it just before wow. the show. And it's a bit longer than I expected. But um, it's really cool just as a, the general premise, you know, it's you're, you're kind of in an abandoned, like underwater water research facility and it's in the future and you're just trying to figure out what's happened and all this crazy shit starts happening and it's just there's some really cool moments in it and some moments that you're like oh that didn't feel right or like i've it's unnerving moments not from a horror standpoint just like ethical unnerving moments yeah it's okay. really oh, really interesting cool. that's cool that's yeah cool. i i, I really that, recommend probably. soma like, i never for, finished it yeah, I've, I've, it's, you know, it's out on Game Pass now on, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's on PC as well as console, but yeah, Soma, I, I really recommend it. I thought it was fantastic, so. Uh, I just remembered, this mm-hmm. is going to sound really dumb, I actually played and finished Thymesia, uh as well. It's <laughs> yeah. another game you completed. It's another game. I don't know why the hell cool. I forgot that one. Yeah. So you so actually finished it, all right. Cool. I finished it, yeah. Uh, Do so we funny. have... A couple of minutes for some quick thoughts because no, I know no, you finished it, on. but you didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, it yeah. So look, mixed thoughts. I think overall. So I, I just want to really say, like Thymesia it. is the Souls-like game I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. And and by Souls-like, I mean it's inspired. It's got certain elements, but it it definitely is a different kind of game to me. Um, it just gave me. Well, look, it's it, it's not made by a big budget studio or anything. It's it's, it's like it's, seven people or something. Exactly. So for what it is, great. Um, but as a game overall, I I it just I remember I told you it just didn't really captivate me. I kept hmm. sticking with it, but I don't think I really enjoyed it at all the entire time. Um, and I love those kind of games, but I also think it's not really a Souls like kind of. I mean, it's a Souls like kind of game, but it's not really a Dark Souls kind of game. Everything from the the very linear uh, world and the fact that you you kind of get a chunk of the map and it tends to be pretty bland, if I could put it that way. 
Um, and when you unlock shortcuts, it's not it's not the same level of unlocking shortcuts that you feel like in Dark Souls. There was like no satisfaction that I unlocked the shortcut. I didn't really care. Um, and the way it sort of it it the the level design felt like <laughs> I have no better way of putting it other than it's something I would have designed, and that's not a good thing if that makes sense. It just it mm. felt soulless in that sense. Uh, but the characters were cool, and as as a game, the concept was really cool, and I think the the the, the mechanics were actually really cool. So I'm still glad I paid for it because I I bought it outright. Obviously, it's not on on Game Pass or anything, because I do want a developer like that that tries their luck. Well, it's not luck; their hard effort at creating a a, a new IP like this to actually go and do number two. Because the concept's cool, the world is cool, the ideas are cool, and the battle system or the combat is really cool. So, yeah, I didn't really like it, but I'm kind of glad in a way that I support it, if that makes sense. Yeah, they, look, it felt like a really good first test run um, for a developer. Like, it, if they made a second game or another Souls-like, because you said it's not really Souls-like, and that confuses me because it literally is a Souls-like, hmm. but it just has a different elements like battle wise and stuff souls but inspired. i mean it's still souls inspired it's still lock <laughs> onto an enemy dodge away you know respawn enemies at a bonfire game what's the version of the bonfire hmm. for that game it's like a chair it's a chair yeah a chair yeah actually it's a thing of the game from memory yeah it's like a, it's that's kind of like, like a, a bench. bench it's like yeah, a bench yeah yeah I, this, this is, is the new one <laughs> This oh, it's kind of it makes sense in the the tone of the game and everything. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, not I hundred percent um think that I, I don't agree, but I think that's fair, Mike, because it's there's certain elements where you're like, okay, they were clearly also on a budget with this game. Oh, absolutely. So I understand. And and yeah. and look, it, it, we didn't pay ninety dollars for it. We paid twenty seven thirty bucks for it or something. Yeah, yeah. I will put. $20 towards the gaming experience and I will put a bonus of $10 <laughs> towards helping the studio create number two, which hopefully fixes all those yeah, gripes make I had number with number two. one. Cool. So, yes, please, make number two. Well, thank you for that extra game. Next time we can uh, maybe uh, totally check that in, it, in the spot where you talk oh, about your games. Oh, wait, I played <laughs> I Dead Space. Last week. I forgot I said I've beaten Dead Space. I've beaten Dead Space. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I, the right. one thing I really like about it is at the back, you can see his health, Isaac's health. It's, it's oh, really? Diagetic. 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 That's right. Woo. <laughs> right we I, need talk about some... I need a screen shake button. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about some news. Nah. nah. I think we'll wrap okay. up the show. We'll just end the show. All right. Let's end the show. All right. First on the news. So, hot on the heels of announcing their massive seven-game pipeline earlier in the month, CD Projekt Red have confirmed that one of those titles is actually a full-blown remake of the very first Witcher game. Yeah. So The Witcher, for anyone who doesn't know, was CD PR's first game, uh, coming out in 20, uh, 2007 for PC, and gained a cult following. It wasn't a big, massive sales success, but it definitely had a lot of fans, and it, it made them really kind of did, you know, kind of get their name out there. They, it was based on the popular fantasy novels um, from uh, Paula Shorter. I'm going to screw this up, but Andre Sapkowski. Is that how you say it? Sapkowski. I actually did I look know. up. I looked up a video. How do you say this? Andrei, how do you say his name? Andre Sapkowski. But I couldn't replicate bit. the way they were saying it in the video. I'm like, I got no hope. Um, yeah, you but you pronounce it like uh, an you're English people. <laughs> yeah. 
But they Andre released, Sapovsky. They released an Kowski. enhanced edition. <laughs> Sapovsky. Sapovsky. They released an enhanced edition a year later, and uh, you know, which had new content and you know, lots of improvements. And obviously, was followed by The Witcher Two and The Witcher Three. And Witcher Three is obviously just really blew them up into a household name as a developer. Mm-hmm. And but, then they really blew up when they did. Well, we don't talk about cyberpunk, cyberpunk. in this segment, so. Um, <laughs> But the remake was one of those unannounced games they talked about, um, and it was dubbed Project Canis Majoris. And mm, I like the think, names. They're if so you think cool. back to when during that segment, we it and it was it was absolutely ridiculous, like talking about all these games. But never once mm. did it cross my mind that the game that was basically so they they announced the new Witcher trilogy. We knew one of them was happening, Witcher Four or whatever the equivalent is. But then they said there was another single player action rpg being developed by ex witcher witcher developers that are no mm-hmm. longer at city project red using unreal engine 5 i'm like that that's weird like why are they and that's the remakes and now it and makes it sense what that didn't occur was. to you that in 2022 when people remake games that are re- like two years old or something <laughs> that there's a possibility no, that i got it all wrong that. i thought it was a witcher 3 remake that was so <laughs> stupid yeah no, I, had, I had no idea and i i'm you know, I think it's that's cool. That's what's awesome news. But absolutely, basically, it's been developed by a Polish studio called Fool's Theory. Um, and you know, basically wait, how do you say that in Polish, though? I don't know. You know Polish, don't you, Mike? You're from that no. area. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> I know Croatian and uh, um, that's 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 racist. See, if he was from Asia and you I said know, right? that, that's yeah, racist. Exactly. We've, Whoa, yeah, we've yeah. got him. I know what the hell. All right, all, all, the same, all East Europeans are the same. He, all of us going. No, Steal cars Mike, and Mike, I don't know what else we do. Mike, we're successful. We can finally end the show. We spent 102 episodes yes, just trying yes. to find one clip of, yes. of Sweeney being partially racist yes. against hey. white people. You jab at me, I jab back. Um, and also, by the so, way, you got to say it correctly, The Witcher Part 1. That's what this remake is called. Yeah. We'll get it right. And it's following The Witcher Remastered on the previous console. Um, so no platforms or release date known. So it's... No PC. Now, the... You look at uh, Full Series website and they've got all, lots of job listings there. So clearly they, they were looking for talent with this announcement because hmm. this is obviously going to be a long way away. Um, but they probably, like, if if there's a company called Full Series that's never released a game from what I can tell... I'm a fool. I reckon then, I'm right then into then this like, company. Whereas then you turn around and go, you know, oh, we're working on the Witcher remake. You know, they're going to get a lot more talent coming coming their way. So, But I'm not talented. I yeah, like. I am a huge fan of this announcement because I have yet to play the original Witcher. Um, I've got it installed in Steam. You know, it's like I've been meaning to play it for ages and I've just never bit the bullet and, and gone there. And I'm really happy that I'll probably just jump in at, at this remake eventually when it comes out. Because I know the the general overview of what the story involved because I was jumped in at Witcher 2, so I kind of wanted to catch up on, you know, what was the major events. Um, so I'm really happy to actually, you know, that they're doing this, to be honest. I think it's a good move. Yeah, nice. Anyone else have any thoughts about it? Well, no, I mean, like, Mike is more of a Witcher person. I don't know if he's well, actually... So, so, I just was waiting for Mike. Yeah. I'm like, we're not saying you said you. I am a Witcher take person. <laughs> See, I've even, I'm even wearing a Witcher hat. Wait, no, they don't wear hats, do they? They just have white hair, which I am getting a lot of. If you actually look carefully, my beard is starting to really salt and pepper now. So yeah. Anyway, Mike's distracted because he's chatting to the chat. That's I am chatting to the chat. You should be listening so to me. I am actually really, really <laughs> kind of excited about this because I, 
I think I finished The Witcher 1 after I finished The Witcher 2. So it was a bit jarring going back to The Witcher 1, which by today's standards is a little clunky, obviously, and it's it feels quite different to what the modern versions of it feel like. Um, but it's, it's a great game, great story, and it'd be awesome to go through the story again from the start mm. to experience the journey again, especially... Because I'm assuming when, when they do a remaster, it's not really just going to be a remake, as in... Well, remaster, remake, you guys know what I'm talking it's about. It's a remake, it's not a It'll remaster. It'll be a proper new thing it's being built from the ground yeah Yeah. which i think it's yeah so i'm kind of looking forward to that and then i think naturally i can sort of see how that they'll get put on to to do the witcher 2 as a remake as well and and i think it's really cool for people to be able to experience the journey of one and two properly so i'm looking forward to that um incidentally on the topic i read today i think that liam hemsworth is taking over as the witcher in the Netflix series from... Yeah, um, it's, it's I, 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 I don't know yeah. if he's fucking around with this or not. <laughs> no. I didn't it's actually see it in the if he's fucking around with this But anyway, I thought it's appropriate to, to, to talk about that now. So, and you know, I've, I'm, 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 I like to think I'm well, straight, I haven't but even I do finished, have a thing for Henry, I haven't even Henry contributed Cavill, to this so. Witcher thing before he's already moved on. No, I haven't moved on to it. I'm still talking about The Witcher. So it is disappointing to see Henry Cavill. I'm sure my girlfriend is super disappointed. <laughs> Her and her sisters and all her friends and stuff giggle every time there's a new episode of it coming on. But yeah, that's going to be interesting to see and see if it's jarring to go from a feeling like it's a different character. Mm. Not the only thing coming on. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she's. Anyway, so in terms of the game, I make it way worse. I'm not saying (laughs) more on that topic. I take a sip of coffee in the middle of that line. Because I was going to say something bad, like and I'm like, I better restrict funny. myself and take a sip. <laughs> it was of There's not even any coffee left in this. It's empty. I just had to like <laughs> mute myself by putting something in my mouth. <laughs> so, so what are your thoughts? Because you never played the. Wait, hang on. Have you ever played the original Swinney? <laughs> Dude, I, in one that just after, goes to show was, you were not listening to what I was saying that entire fucking segment. I was, rep- I was, segment. Reply- I was, I was replying on so the funny. chat. I was replying on the chat. I'm oh sorry. Oh my god! I can't do two things at once. I got my girlfriend's witch's hat, and she can't multitask, <laughs> and it's obviously getting into my brain. So that, is, that is bad. That is so bad. I'm not going to answer that question. That I'm going to go so back to the podcasting and that talk so about bad. that. I can't did believe you, that. Did you play number one into God? Have you played the first one? I haven't played the first or the second. I've only played okay. a little bit of the third. But um, I don't know. Like for me, it's probably a good way for me to even go back to the first one. This is why they make these remakes. People like me who wouldn't go back to the, the enhanced edition. True. Um, rather just go, okay, I'll play the nice and shiny Unreal Engine 5 version of it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll play this. i got to still get into Witcher 3. It still hasn't hooked me. Hasn't hooked me. Would, would you say this is something that Swinney would play if he played the original? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. I think Jesus both Christ. of those things are true. I think, yes, he's played the first one. Ah, okay. And he would play this new one. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Yes. Just asking like, for a friend. You know I would be playing this. I'm just like, oh, I'm so looking forward to this, you know. All right. Um, that's enough about the Witcher <laughs> remake, I think. Um, but it's not the only RPG news. Uh, we have Bethesda announcing that they're bringing Fallout 4 to next-gen, okay, current-gen consoles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this this news came out of their whole 25-year um, anniversary for for Fallout, which I really didn't know was a thing. You know, I kind of only caught up on that when they made this announcement. 
because honestly a lot of the news that came out like there was a lot of fallout 76 related stuff that i'm not going to really go and read because i'm you know i'm not into that game um and, but i did see that they showed the first official picture from the fallout amazon prime series so i did pick up on that piece of news but that's all part of this 25th anniversary but this next gen update will be free to existing owners of the game for um and it's coming to ps5 xbox series x console series consoles and pc which you know mm. is a bit of a weird thing but look it's it's more like an update as opposed to like a massive overhaul or anything like that they're adding um you know a bunch of new visual modes um so the game with S fps boost enabled did run at 60 it's one of those games that supported on the on xbox series consoles mm -hmm. but you, there was a downgrade in resolution so hopefully then you know you're not going to get that downgrade anymore but there's also a 4k mode that's who knows that's probably gonna run at 30 we know the way that works these days with that stuff but um and it will have like they said bug fixes which <laughs> as, as much as i love fallout 4 that game still had lots of bugs to fix as well as just like all their games generally do but it's good they're at least doing some of that stuff oh. but it wouldn't surprise me if it brings along some more bugs uh, <laughs> stuff. but uh yeah so i think this is interesting news as well um the fact that it's coming to ps5 and uh, i think that's that's i'm really happy for playstation owners um that they're not missing out on that because mm. i don't know look obviously there's lots of existing arrangements from the bethesda era before they were purchased by microsoft but i think a lot of people were like still surprised i think in you know when i was seeing the reaction to this so so is it my, my question to you Swenny, is mm. have you played fallout 4 I was about to ask that, but I was going to wait for him to say it first, and then I was going to ask him. Jesus <laughs> He's making a joke. He's making a joke. Yes. I have played Fallout 4, uh, okay, a lot okay. of it. I have yes. a question as well. All of it. Have you ever played Fallout 4, Swinney? Mike, have you ever played Fallout 4? Right back I have, here. actually. I never finished it, though, which means I might have a crack at it now, because I always enjoy it. I love the atmosphere. I love the Fallout games from the original Fallout. I still... I don't have many regrets in life, but I do regret not keeping the original physical copy of the original Fallout. It had such an awesome cover. Really, really cool. The PC box no one? You talking yeah, about? The, yeah, the PC box. It's one of the first proper PC games I bought. Um, I remember you're an OG Fallout fan. You know, oh, like, you I remember OG you Fallout talking fan, about yeah. it yeah. when all I knew about it was screenshots in Hyper Magazine. Oh, you, that's so good. You know, so. Man, I played the demo of it. I know I've probably mentioned this before on the podcast. I played the demo when the demo was came on some PC gamer disc or something. Yeah, man, we're yeah. Fucking before old. the game even came out, and I played the demo. Oh man, like I must have clock, clocked the demo at least a hundred times. Oh, I reckon. Yeah. I just played it over and over and over again. It was so mm. cool. I just loved it. Somewhat, somewhat, um, somewhat related. There's a TV series coming out. I I saw the other day mm. on uh, Amazon Prime for Fallout. I saw an mm. image for it. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, I actually yeah. might watch that. Might I watch like that. this running joke. I like this running joke. <laughs> I totally want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell when Mike is like not getting your jokes. Or, you know what? Yeah, Can anyway. I just say, what, what possessed us to get Mike to host the show? That was, <laughs> that was our insane period. <laughs> um, hey, you guys were on drugs, not me. Uh, last thing from about this from me is that if anyone hasn't played the DLC, because it will... I assume it will include the DLC, right? I assume it will. I don't know for certain. If you let's say if you're buying it outright on PS5 and Series mm. X, the Far Harbor and the Nuka World DLCs for Fallout 4 are absolutely fantastic. Cool, um, cool, cool. Especially Far Harbor, so it's a big recommendation there. So, do we have any indication when it's coming out? They didn't say. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, I 
I would assume it's coming maybe... I don't know. I'm late, just, yeah. uh, sorry, early Later next year. year or late oh, early next year. year. Like, I, I don't think it's that far away. That's late in my head. Year. That's my assumption. Mm. Okay. But I have no idea. There's no factual basis. Question that I'm pretty sure neither of you spoke about yet. Is it free if you have the Game Pass version of the game? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't talk okay. about that. Yeah. Wouldn't talk, yeah. I was paying that's attention fair, for once. Fair. It that's would be fair. free in Game Pass, but I... But, um, I Look, so. I don't know if this game's ever been given away on PS Plus or anything like that. Does mm. anyone know that? Because uh, I think it, I, I think I have a copy of Fallout Four mm. from a, a giveaway. I'm not sure about mm. PS Plus. Let me have a look I know, at it. Because I know that's not always a given. I know there's sometimes some weird stuff going on there. If you've got a game from PS Plus and there's a, a next gen upgrade for it, so I don't want to make that assumption. But it will for sure be on Game Pass because it will just it'll just be part of the Game Pass package. Um, and instead of just running the Xbox One version on FPS Boost, you'll be running a native um, hmm. uh, Xbox Series version. And in that regard, I don't think it will have like a new achievement list or anything like that. It's a, it'll be one of those. Um, Whatever they call the new fan fandangled term they made for games, cross chain mm-hmm. games on Xbox. So, but uh, but yeah. Well, actually, I think I think it was released as part of um, what was it called? Remember the PS Plus collection? The collection, yeah. I think okay. I think I got it through that. So I've got it on mm. my list with PS Plus. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it's upgraded. Mm. You'd hope you'd I'll hope test they it. do it. I'll test it. I don't it. know. I'm assuming that decision is made by the publisher as opposed to Sony. Um, but I don't, well, know. I don't know. I think Sony gets involved in that insanity stuff, trying mm. to nickel and dime people, <laughs> like mm. with Final Fantasy VII. Cool. And just as a, a last related thing. Um, just to just to confirm, anyone didn't hear the news that a new Fallout is coming, but it will be it'll be coming after Starfield and Elder Scrolls. So Todd Howard's talked about that. Mm. So if, you know there is a Fallout, it'll probably be twelve years away, but there will be. Yeah, one. I had eleven, so yeah, we're pretty much oh, uh, in sync. <laughs> now this is this is good news. I'm glad you can finally play Fallout for us, Winnie. It's about time. Thank you, Mike. thank you. All right, now next story: a recent iOS update has added support for Nintendo Switch's classic controllers on Apple devices. So support for the Switch Pro Controller was added, uh, I believe, with the most recent, um, was it uh, iOS 16? Uh, I'm not an Apple user, so I'm going to probably yeah, lean on I'm, I know, I'm waiting to hear why you added this as a story, but yeah, go on. Mm. Because I think it's mm. an interesting story. Um, hmm. Why do we need any other reasons? <laughs> I've got a hidden agenda. Mm. Secretly, it's because I He's trying to set me up. That's why I'm looking mm. at no, his little... I just, I just <laughs> Have you like played Super fact... Nintendo? <laughs> I just like the fact that, you know, you're able to use, if you've got one of the, the from the Switch Online, the hmm. SNES control, the NES, the Mega Drive, or the N64 controls, that they now are, you know, natively apparently support i don't know you know how what that means for every game and out game out there or anything but now that they're supported by apple devices and interesting they didn't have these patch notes in you know their official documentation or anything so this was a, a twitter user by the name of Stroughton smith that actually talked about this but then part of me made me go well how do we know 100 that this wasn't actually already a thing so that's where i'm just checking with you and to got they're, they're, they're saying this was news out there. I think it's cool, but, you know, I don't know if there was a case where this stuff would have already worked if you had made a bit of, you know, your own fixes. And oh, stuff. those ones wouldn't work because I think they're just not regular controllers, the way that they mm. operate. But um, 
I remember when they added the dual shock. That was really good because that means yeah, for remote play and everything like that, it's really like first class citizen. Um, I mean, yeah, these things are cool. These controllers are like really popular, actually. Like mm. I, you know, often you know with like analog pocket and all this other kind of stuff, I'll hear mm. people go, "Hey, can I get those Nintendo Switch controllers working <laughs> with the dock and everything like that?" But these are very specific the way that they um they interface mm. so you have to write a driver just specifically for these controllers like it's not a standardized type thing so yeah like apple's gone to the actual effort to you know get them up and running which is really interesting which yeah. like you know if you want to be a conspiracy theorist Sweeney, it's like maybe there's something more happening in this space with nintendo and apple oh, right? you reckon hmm. well it well, seems what? very weird that they added Some... these controllers to me well, it also, you know, Apple it, Arcade it, emulator. it works on like the Apple TV stuff and that's what that Twitter post was showing. I think to me, that's like a mm. use case that makes a lot of sense if yeah. you can get a good, you know, emulation thing running up there and just use these devices natively on your Apple TV. I need to get that, that seems, a cracker. That seems Apple TV. pretty cool because then you're not mm. figuring out, well, how to, you know, how does this comfortably work on a mobile device, you know, or an iPad or whatever. Yeah. But, I've, um, I've played a lot like, because I've got an app, I've got one Apple TV, mostly just Chromecast in my house. The Apple TV, like some things it drives me nuts, but other things it's like way better than the Chromecast. But I've actually played a lot of uh, phone games through Apple TV and it's actually surprisingly like good. Like it actually kind of shocks me. I was playing, um, what was it called? Pac-Man 256, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was pretty cool. Like there's a few other games like that that work really well. I think the only thing is like you can't have emulators that easily on iOS as opposed Mm -hmm. to Android. And, you know, that's where, like, with Steam, it's, like, so useful, right? Because you can just play whatever and it's all linked up through. So I kind of regret not getting one of those Steam TV things. What are they, what were they called? Steam Links. Steam Links, yeah. Oh, Mike's doing his thing. Oh, no, 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 he's looking around his room now. No, and that's another reason why I wanted (laughs) to... Oh, shit. (laughs) That's another reason why I wanted to have this as a story because we had the Steam story where they added support there and this is almost like the follow-up story to that that now... These controls are supported, you know, in a bunch of places, so that's really cool. So. Yeah, like honestly, the one thing I will always say is like Apple and Nintendo are like the equivalents in their countries. You know, like I do feel like you know, in a way, Nintendo is a Japanese version of Apple, and Apple's a Japanese, uh, an American version of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like they're very specific. They like their thing. They like to control as much of the hardware as possible. They don't like being everywhere else. I could imagine seriously one day they do something together. And I, I think there were discussions about they were going to do some weird thing with um, like a Game Boy interface to the iPhone. Like there were some patents that were released and it seemed like Apple and Nintendo were working together. So like, like a physical device they would plug the iPhone into and like you'd have like Game Boy controls. Oh. Like the screen and everything. I think that would be really awesome. Be interesting, yeah. shit. Imagine yeah. if they found a way to just get the Nintendo Switch Online apps running on, on iOS. Like, imagine the amount of money that would make off that. That's kind of wild. What do you mean the Nintendo if Switch they Like the SNES apps? and NES stuff. Oh. If they but just like dude, found a way to get that stuff just natively happening. But right? that's what I'm kind of like, yeah, just mm, like yeah, throw a little thread out there. Do. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. I mean, people already like, dodgily you know put emulators out there right i think nintendo they've got this weird thing it's like they would never put those kind of games like sorry they would never put their first party new releases on anything else Mm. in my opinion right Mm. that would be like game over for them but the idea of putting like nes nes those type of things on apple 
maybe with like Apple Arcade Plus Nintendo mm. or something and promote, cross-promote their brand and everything like that. Like, okay. I, I could kind of mm. see it, man. I yeah, can kind of see that. Them kind of like doing it in a stealthy way of this update and not like officially mentioning yeah. it. Yeah, Look at that. We're calling it out. Big wig pod. We're calling it out. They're going to have We're like... probably the only people who's come up with this. I know. <laughs> like, mark the day. Apple Arcade. What are you going to call it? I'm going to... It's going to be something dumb like Apple Arcade Plus Nintendo or something like that. So, let's see. Su- Super Apple Arcade. Super Apple Arcade. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I like it. All right. Well, for the last news story, we're talking about Dark Souls, specifically Dark Souls servers. So, after months of downtime from software finally bringing more of their Dark Souls servers back. But there's one big exception. Um, so I'll just set the scene a little bit here. So if anyone doesn't know, all Dark Souls PC servers were taken offline at the start of the year um, because of a major security exploit that basically was just, okay, they they need to take them down. But then we're like, okay, well, when are they coming back? But if you remember, like January, that's the lead up into Elden Ring. So mm. a lot of us assume that, well, they've taken it down, but their priority and their focus is all on getting Elden Ring launched mm. and stable and everything like that. So let's skip forward to August and finally Dark Souls 3 servers were brought back. So that's like half a year later, which is nuts because PvP is a huge part of why that community thrives and continues to thrive on in those games. Um, and then this week they've announced a few more, or one more is back online, but they gave us an update on the others. So Dark Souls 2, Scholar of First Sin servers are back, but the base Dark Souls 2, which is actually quite a different game in a lot of ways, that's being worked on still. So that'll be brought back on online at a later date. And then we get to Dark Souls 1. So Dark Souls Remastered is currently in works to bring that back. But then they announced that the original PC version, which was dubbed the Prepare to Die edition because it came with the Artorias of the Abyss DLC, is not coming back online, ever, according to them. So, well, we'll, you know, there's been a lot of outcry about this, but, you know, From Software seem pretty stubborn a lot of the time around this stuff. But their quote is we have determined that we will not be able to support online services for the services for the PC version of Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition that was released in 2012 due to an aging system. We apologize for the long wait and ask for your understanding in this matter. So for anyone that doesn't really understand the difference between Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition and Remastered, Remastered is actually a very different game in a lot of ways. Like you can't say transfer your saves or anything between the original PC version and that. But also, all of the Dark Souls PC games use dedicated servers, except that first one that uses peer-to-peer. So it is a different system, which on surface we can go, okay, well, that makes sense why it's it's different and it's an aging system. But if you own Dark Souls 1, Prepare to Die Edition, it's not like you get a free upgrade to the remastered. Mm. If you currently want to actually move on because, like, well, there's, the servers aren't coming back, you have to buy it outright. Like, they don't offer a discount. Um, anymore they used to when the remaster version first launched but no longer so you have to buy that game outright away for a special or whatever so i just wanted to i wanted to cover this a bit more than the regular like uh chucking and sizzle because i wanted to give a bit more context but also i know um you know there's there's some very um disappointed people around this yeah like just to be clear though like i think when they released the remastered version, they didn't... I don't believe they offered a discount initially and people were, like, losing their shit about it because people were what? really upset about it. Well, peak. that's what I'd read, so I'm, I'm happy to be wrong on that. But mm. um, I might double-check that while we're chatting. Yeah, there. like, a lot of the, the additional information is okay. What are people on Reddit saying about this stuff? So yeah, fact-checking that is probably a good idea. It's quite... Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But, 
I'm very conflicted on it. Like, it, I don't know. I, I was even seeing someone saying, oh, you know, you can still play Quake 3 Arena, right? And mm. there's still matches going on with that game, right? It's just, man, like, from in general with PC, I'm very hesitant to buy any of their games on PC. It feels like it's just suck, it's such a second-class citizen. Like, even Elden Ring was, like, ridiculous on PC. Where people were having, like, you know, they've got, you know, top-end machines, and they're getting hitching all the time in Elden Ring. Or, like, months after the game was out. <laughs> they're I, still getting it, you know? Yeah, I don't know if they've com- completely I, resolved I, that either. To be honest, I don't know either, right? So, I, I've always been, like, okay, well, Elden Ring, just quickly, it was, like, so bad that Valve released a patch for, for Elden that. Ring. Wow on the Steam Deck to mm. optimize it so that it doesn't hitch. The, almost the best version to play is the Steam Deck version because it doesn't hitch as much, <laughs> right? It still runs at 60. But I don't know, just because of that, I'm just so anti them when it comes to PC and I'd be so hesitant and it's such a shit thing. And I, I hate their statement. I get like, you're like, oh, Swinney, you're tasked with putting a message out there where we couldn't be fucked to doing. Dude, this is going to cost <laughs> us too much money and these losers are still playing this old ass game. But it, I don't, it's such a seminal game, though. I don't know. It's Look, I don't know. You know, I don't know, normally say these kind of things, but I almost feel they need to have something where it's like, you know, working backwards from when they announced that thing, if you've logged in and played this game in the last, like, three years, we, we give you a free copy of, like, Dark Souls Remastered, at least. Mm. Like, I think if they... they I, don't, I don't know if they can do that, but if they could do something like that, then it's like... Uh, okay, like, I feel like you can't really say much. Yeah, this, Dark Souls, the first, you know, prepared to die edition, has been on a bit of a journey on PC because I was one of the horse sods that bought that game on launch on PC. That was originally... Did you the, buy it on PC? I bought it. Launch. Wow. Uh, and when that la- thing launched, it was a Games for Windows <coughs> Live game. And, <laughs> oh my God, like, talk about bad platforms, gaming, like, systems and stuff. Games for Windows Live was an absolute shit show. And, um... I remember, you know, everyone's like, why the hell is this game capped at 30 on PC when, you know, you've got these, you know, a PC that could easily run this game, probably unlocked frame rates and stuff. And then it took that DS fix from, uh, I can't remember the the name of the, the person that did DS fix, so they're famous, but, and it's like just one one change in the bloody, like, <laughs> INI file or whatever to, to uncap it. It did mess up the, like, the jumping frames and stuff, so you had to kind of, like, switch it back to 30 and stuff. So it's been on a journey, this game. They migrated across to Steam, but... Look, it. I think it absolutely sucks, and I don't know how much efforts involved to get it back up and running, and all the ongoing costs of maintaining something when it's peer to peer and stuff. But it does feel like well, there's still people that play the original version because there's certain mods that only work on that version, and that means that suddenly you can you can no longer do any of the online stuff with that, which I think is a bit shitty. But look, at least there's a version of Dark Souls One you can play. You've just got to shell out more money but so i think mm. i'm i 100 agree i think they need to do something or they need to put dark souls remaster on like a 50 percent discount for people or something when they they to make up for it i think so it's not back online yet to be clear dark souls remastered but maybe when they bring that well, back online yeah if they do as well right because there's no guarantee there well so. they've, they've said that they're working on that mm. one so they they did give it at least an update but i think when that's back online like just Thank the community for being loyal to you and maybe give it a discount. So, so I'll correct myself in the moment. So they did offer a discount if you bought Prepare to Die Edition 
for Dark Souls Remastered. But it's funny because even with the Steam reviews, people were still pissed about that, right? That mm. it wasn't free. Which I kind of like. The thing is, PC mentality is totally different because it's like there shouldn't be a remastered version with PC. Mm. It's just like my PC gets better and then the game looks better because I have better settings, right? So yeah. I, I think it's that kind of mentality more than anything. Because it seems like it's a totally different game, fundamentally. Like the yeah, code um, base and everything. I mean, they they made some j- adjustments that people weren't a fan of as well. You know, like things like the bonfire fire, which sounds trivial, but when you... The uh, change yeah, they made... That. I've seen that, yeah. It looks shit compared to what the original was and the lighting, yeah. people weren't a fan of lighting changes and stuff. But uh, look, yeah, I'm glad that obviously they're bringing more of them back because um, to just leave them all offline would have sucked, but it's taken so long. It's well, I was so saying about this before when like, you know, Elden Ring was out. I'm like, dude, it's still like, it's like 100 days. And now like, yeah, they've blown past that. It's been outrageous how long it's been offline. Uh, any cool. other last thoughts on that? Or are we ready to jump into Big Sizzler? Just my one question is, have you played Dark Souls? That's funny. <laughs> Dark Souls part one. I've dabbled in it. I've dabbled. I've dabbled. Okay. okay. Only 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 ten, twelve playthroughs so far. So. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, cool. Oh, so we are going to wrap up the the week's headlines with uh, you know talking about any of the rest of the stuff that uh, you know that caught our eye, but we didn't. We're too lazy to do a full segment on. So hey guys, anything that you want to talk about out of the list here? Antigod? Yeah, I'm just trying Trust. to look where my stuff is. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the DualSense <laughs> Edge. Sorry, I send, I send, you probably just need the Intergod section. Um, I, okay, so like the DualSense Edge finally got the price revealed for Australia. So I was super interested to see what would happen. Um, it was 199 USD. So I just felt it was going to be 350 Australian. It actually came in at very sharp and unusual pricing of 339 Australian. Mm. So if you do the conversion hmm. and then the GST, it's actually under what the US amount is. That's for, fascinating. And I, I do kind mm. of wonder if it's a little bit... Because PlayStation Australia sets the price, like RRP, and they've all followed it. Like Amazon, JB, they haven't broke rank. I do wonder if they're like 350. <laughs> like it's almost like we can't say 350. Like how can we do anything to just say someone can't say 350? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. They're just probably like this is ridiculous. It's dude. ridiculous. Like this much for a control, an official control, and not some like you know third party thing that you know you have to build by hand and stuff. Um, yeah, I uh, so that's what I happened. did not pre-order it. I have to say. 250 because I remember when you guys got the Elite controllers and they're like 250 Australian ish or something mm-hmm. like that, right? When Time they came out. Was launch, yeah. And I was like, yeah. two, I was like thinking, you guys are nuts. Like, I know you guys love gaming, but 250, that's freaking insane, right? So 339 is just, it's so Too outrageous. Much, yeah. It's, hey, it's even... like, you have to be stupid with money. Sorry. <laughs> You're getting like, absolutely. For two back I was single buttons. and I was stupid with money. But, even 250 I think, is a hell of a lot for a controller. No, I agree. But if agree. you happen to use it a lot and it's a premium product, it feels good <laughs> and it gives you extra benefits and stuff. Uh, if you game a lot, I can kind of get it. I kind of get it. But if it ends up being a product that <laughs> gets drift and half the shit doesn't work yeah. and it's not as premium as it's supposed to be, then it's just a joke. Yeah. So I hope at least for 339 bucks, this bloody thing better be rock solid. And I mean rock oh. solid. 
Mike, uh, you know, you can always buy those replacement stick modules for what is it? We confirmed the price for that, didn't we? Thirty-four dollars like, Australian. Thirty-four dollars yeah. each. I think it's. So, I think it's not too it reminds. I mean, uh, this is like <laughs> a small tangent, but it reminds me of a toothbrush that I saw at Priceline for thirty dollars, <laughs> but it's a manual toothbrush. It's just a, a manual toothbrush. What? Thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah thirty dollars for a manual toothbrush. Is it made out of gold? Ma- no, it's like it's, it's metal of some sort. <laughs> and you can get you, you take the tip off when it runs out and you just put a new tip on. But the tips are it? like fifteen dollars or some shit. <laughs> it's like and it's the whole like replaceable razor head, you know. It's exactly like that. It is exactly that, yeah. So it's the same sort of thing where I'm like, okay, why don't you just make a product that doesn't require a forty dollar replacement? Because it it's already a, a three hundred and forty dollar product. I don't expect to have to pay another forty fucking bucks because your stick is shit. Yeah, that's crazy. So I think it's a bit crazy. it's yeah. it's a but people will buy it. People will buy it. People bought the Elite Controller. People will buy this. So, <laughs> toothbrushes and game controllers. <laughs> well, people Same buy people. it, but it, you know, I'll link you guys to it after. It hasn't run out of its. And maybe uh, I bought it too. It hasn't run out of its pre-order, so I don't know if people are really going too hard at buying it. So probably not, because I mean, I think it's 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 too much for yeah. you know. For, I've passed I, on I, it. I've passed on it officially, and I actually just hope. That they will backtrack and allow DualShock Four to be available on um, the the PlayStation Five because you can't use it for PS Five. Yeah, games. that would be cool. Mm. I then I'll then I'll use the back button attachment yeah. that I already have, right? <laughs> so I'm going exactly. claw well, grip. Assuming they support that part, I'm all, which they I'm all, should, right? I'm all claw grip, baby. So this yeah. is how I'm going to play my uh, Souls like <laughs> games, <laughs> like this, like a monkey. <laughs> all right. Uh, one from me hmm. is the Bioware gave an update about Dragon Age Dreadwolf, aka Dragon mm-hmm. Age Four. The fact that it's it's com- basically completed its alpha stage of development and is playable from beginning to end, just you know in a, in a basic state. So that's really good progress for a game that we kind of has we just haven't heard that much about where how it's been tracking outside of some dev blogs and some lots of concept art and things like that um so really really happy that you know we're we're finally uh, getting a bit more of an update on that i'm super looking forward to that i really hope they take some ideas of what they did so with with mass effect andromeda for all the faults that andromeda has and the hate they brought more of the rpg systems back so what i kind of hope they do with red wolf is they kind of do the same thing where they take they move on from in- inquisition and maybe add some bit more of the RPG back in. So that's I hope they do that. But uh regardless mm. I've loved all the Dragon Age games, even number two. So so yeah. I I know, I hope they I mean I know it, it, it's something that Mass Effect did, did as well. It's it's they're not open world games. They're contained games within certain maps. Open areas or open you know area yeah. kind of yeah, game. Yeah. Um although I, I always kind of felt like there's one game that might benefit maybe from a more proper open approach i would have enjoyed it more potentially mm. i did feel a little corridory which i think put me off it certainly put me off number two no yeah number um, two is really bad for that because they th- we talk about thymesia those elements of thymesia reminded me of dragon age 2 where yeah, they a lot. <laughs> you, yeah they replay the same area but then they have like different things locked off so it feels like a different level layout dragon exactly age 2 like was that, notorious yeah. for that yeah 100%, yeah so and it just, it kind of, yeah, it just puts you off the, it put, it personally put me off the game quite a lot. And it's a shame because it's a great story, great characters and everything. Mm. So, um, the one that I found interesting is that the Callista Protocol has been cancelled in Japan due to the game not being eligible for a rating without cuts. So mm. they, 
you know, they're like, eh, we're not going to bend over backwards. We're not changing the game. This is the game that we want to make. Well, I don't... Your market is probably not big enough for this game to give I, a shit? Or how did they... Did I they do their maths? Or what? I don't... No, but I don't think it was... I think, don't think it was that. I think they were saying to do the cuts, it wasn't going to be worth it. That's what okay. they said. Right. So it was more yeah. economically not worth it. I think, yeah. Cuts. I think it would have been too extensive. Number of sales we're going to make. Too extensive. So there it's might be something they... core to the game that they needed to change. Had principles. Okay. Yeah, like all the dismemberment. Yeah, <laughs> like, like they said something about diegetic element that they needed oh, to remove. Maybe they don't like the diegetics. Yeah. yeah. Can, Mike, can you explain what diegetic means? Uh, That's a new word to me. Yeah, so Japan have a weird law that I think originated in like 1963 or something, yeah, around the around yeah. the 1960s. I think that's... Yeah, 62, um, 63, yeah. Yeah, yeah where yeah. basically they don't like people that have dual genetics... Yeah. Hence diegetics, die yeah, meaning two, two yeah, genetics yeah. meaning genetics. Yeah, like dioxide. Yeah, like dioxide, exactly yeah, yeah, the same yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it is actually related to dioxide. So basically it's a certain gene yeah. that when triggered by particular mm. scenes you see on a screen, yeah. and it tends to, to happen a lot with scary things, like scary movies, 100%. scary just happen. about anything, yeah. it can tr- yeah. trigger this diegetic mm. gene. Mm, so it is. And yeah. it, it causes a <laughs> so lot of like so issues in people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's, Thank you. That's basically what Now it is. I understand what yes. diegetic oh, means. That is the You're correct welcome. explanation. Yeah, I... Look, some of the previews have shown... Even I think there was a Summer Games Fest or Game Awards, one of the Jeff Keighley shows where they showed, like, gameplay footage and they showed really gory stuff. I don't, I'm not surprised the game didn't meet the, like, sensor requirements in Japan. Like, it's all rating requirements. Really? It's very... Like, that game is... I mean, very. Yeah, I guess, I guess Japan. But Japan's very specific as well. Mike. It's a yeah. very interesting culture. Yeah, they actually in terms of had what's to change bad, what isn't. <laughs> they had to change Silent Hill, like the OG PS One Silent Hill game, like the uncensored version. I believe is the US version, not the Japanese version. You know, but I find that I find that more impactful because Silent Hill feels more. No, anyway, I've started him. I've started him. So, <laughs> well, no, so, oh, shit. Well, you go, Swinney. You no, I just want to mention, I actually, it's not related to Silent Hill, but um, I actually saw a clip, like, it was a short on YouTube, and I never realized mm. it's the Japanese version of Super Mario Kart, right? Was And, the like, the version we got was censored on the finish pole. What? Like, the Peach and Bowser, I'll have to send you a clip of it, they actually drink the champagne and get drunk oh, yeah, on the podium yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Japanese version. Yeah, I that. Whereas, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, there's just these wow. random things you just don't know they change. In, but that's in what I mean, the version. consistency of what is and what isn't. I mean, I know that we've spoken about this before. Everyone in Australia is not particularly consistent about what is allowed and what isn't allowed. Oh, we look at the but version we've got of Left the Dead 2. Oh, we're like the worst. Exactly. That was we're ridiculous. Like oh, my God. Us in Germany, like... Really bad yeah. stuff. So. Well, Germany, again, you can kind of at least understand, Germany, right? Dude, I lived in Germany when I was a kid, and they let me go into like one of those peep show things with my uncle when I was like freaking six true, years old. That's true. Yeah. It's like they didn't give a shit about any of that stuff. Yet, oh no, 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 we cannot have this particular thing on. On you cannot watch this game <laughs> oh, because it is very bad for you. Like what the hell? They literally let a freaking kid into this thing. It makes no sense. It's just. Yeah, there we go. Peaches oh, down. That's kind of bad as well. Like <laughs> the Bowser one. Censored for other the reasons. The Bowser one's better because it actually looks like he's actually. Actually, drunk, can I so, say wow. I always thought oh, that, that looks mad. <laughs> I always thought the animation of them throwing it up always looked weird. Like genuinely, I always thought that looked really weird with. Peach. And that looks super weird now. You know, there's meant to be like a drinking thing. Yeah, yeah. Now that makes sense. There you go. 
My childhood makes sense now. Somehow we got from wow. Callisto Protocol to my, Super Mario Kart in a very seamless way. <laughs> it's interesting. And Germans. Uh, next. <sighs> I don't know. Did you, do you, you got a couple stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, quickly, I, I'll reel off the quick one. So Splatoon 3 got an update, like version 1.2, and they're like, oh, it's going to fix you know some of the online things. Tick rate, blah, blah, blah. First game I tried to get into, communication error. I, I just <laughs> actually just laughed. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I thought it was interesting the guys that founded Rocksteady so you mm. know the Arkham series Batman and soon Suicide Squad game mm-hmm. Kill the Justice League are leaving the studio I'm like whoa mm. that's kind of interesting man that's what a weird time to leave before like you know and the PR frames it and I would write the same thing you know they've, they've finished the game effectively they're just in their home stretch you know these guys are going to stretch their feet at the end of 2022 but that's bullshit no one leaves when like you're about to fucking do the 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 celebration lap of a game that you know could get like a ninety five or something. So, so number Rock- one, it makes me nervous about Suicide Squad, and yeah, I also just think it's really weird. Rocksteady, they owned by WB Games. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, there's been so much talk in the past like eighteen months about are they or aren't they selling off potential things? So that's interesting to yeah. see whether or not there's anything to do with Rocksteady around that. So. Yeah, maybe they've been dicked around a lot and, they, mm. you know, it's a bit annoying. And also, they haven't been able to do their own IP. So, mm. like, they've always have to work in this license world. So it's pretty hard to, like, build something big from that, right? So, but yeah, I'm like, I'm really excited about uh, Suicide Squad. So that, like, weirdly, it's coming early next year. So... I think that's got the potential. Really? To be early really... next year? Sheesh, that's yeah. quicker than I thought. I thought it was still ages away. Huh. Mm, uh, let me just double check it, but I'm 95% sure. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. But um, but yeah, like I, I still think it's really weird for the guys to leave at this point. It's I, I don't think it's a good sign, but mm. yeah, we'll see. Um, and the other small one before we finish off, or like if you have anything else, uh, Swinney, um, Kojima just Only Swinney? What about you know, me? or you? Well, I gave you time before and you said <laughs> nothing. Um, is that uh, Kojima is saying that one of his next games is gonna sort of change the medium? And and I don't know if you've you saw all the extended quotes around that, Swinney. Oh, that's what Mike. that meant like a new medium. I thought it was like the medium, the game that used to be in the game. <laughs> No, probably not. Legit, I'm like, huh? I can just what does that mean? As soon as Mike starts to go into one of those jokes. I just, it wasn't a joke. No, no, down. that wasn't a joke. That, that wasn't a joke. That was a legit thing. I'm like, that wasn't a, joke. Like a new medium. Yeah, serious. serious? That wasn't like a, a new joke? medium. That wasn't a joke. That wasn't supposed to be a joke. Yeah, it wasn't. <coughs> In what I'll world does Kojima look into the medium? For <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's doing like a like a freaking. I don't, I don't know. That's why I was confused. So they're saying Q1, Q3. Uh, sorry, Q1, Q2, 23 for Suicide Squad. But I'm sure, sure I okay. saw something the other time that it still says early 2023. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Mike. My, yes. Oh, sorry. No, but I, we didn't really say about the Kojima thing because it was just Mike's non-joke. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was sort of saying it's going to bridge, like, movies and gaming and... Hmm. I don't know. He's just such a weird cat. I did think... I, I want to go back to Death Stranding, but... I don't know. It's just, like... That's why I kind of love him because he does shit that's, like, bizarre. Like, you know, I know it's overplayed, cool. but, you know, Metal Gear Solid, 
using the second controller, doing all this weird shit. Like maybe something that thinks out of the real box. world, like Man. like a, an AR thing where yeah. you actually have to do shit in the real I've, world. To I've got a hot take. Yeah, ooh, after yeah, watching another some another let's play of Metal Gear Solid Three recently, mm-hmm. I you do. I think oh, I, I watch let's plays all the time, but I played Metal Gear Solid Three. I played through that game countless times, and like. After seeing the shit that's done in that game, well, after you know he's worked through like the, those infamous things, and you know, as you said, the controller stuff, Psychomantis, Metal Solid Three might be, to, in in my opinion, probably the best video game ever made. Not my favorite, but Whoa. that's what I'm saying. It's a hot take. Whoa. After watching what they did in that game, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> so I have so much remember. respect for Kojima, and you know, I'm looking forward to actually getting into Death Stranding. Thanks, Mike, for buying. Yeah, that thanks for me on PC. Yeah, Death Loop as well. Look at that. Because Look. like it's just like man, the stuff that he does. You know, it's just crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like him. Like, obviously, everyone likes him, but. Uh, yeah, pushing the boundaries is is the coolest part. Gaming can get a bit stale. I do it all so the time, but not again. You game. do, you do. But yeah, do you guys have anything else before the? I last do one? indeed oh, have something going. else, which is all that right, Sega... Mike. We're moving on. Ah, oh, <laughs> boo, Yes, uh, that Sega is aiming to create a quote super game by the fiscal year ending in March 2026. <laughs> you would pick up on this story. Well, what the hell does su- uh, let's speculate? What is a super game? Did you read the article? No. What article? <laughs> There's more context to it, but I just actually put it in there because I'm like, I reckon Mike is going to mention what is a super <laughs> Damn game. Damn right I will. What is a super game? I took your bait. Basically, you knew exactly what I would do. They, they, when they say super game, it's just weird wording for them basically wanting to create like a, I guess like a big... A massive release, right? That's what they're calling Super Game. One that's like revolutionary and attracts more active users than what their current IPs do. So okay. drawing like a, like a big, kind of... a big mainstream title is what they're trying to get okay. at. But there's more stuff around that. Oh, because I'm just reading the article now and they're talking about they want to use multiple IPs. Mm. So it's almost like, a mm. you know, Fortnite slash Roblox slash mm. Smash Brothers. That, and that's what they're saying the Super Game is. But Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Multiverses, yeah. like there's another mashup. Fuck, are we gonna get just every studio doing these mm-hmm. mashup games and remakes? Well, remakes are already here. Like that's that's not even new. But, there's, but... it's just it's more frequent. I feel now, and I have nothing against a lot of them. To be fair, so could you imagine what's his name, Jim Ryan? Maybe from PlayStation. He's like sitting down, going, "All right, boys, what you know, what kind of mashup game are we gonna do?" Because they had that shitty platform. Fighter PlayStation All Stars, right? So some people liked it. I think it's a bit weird called shitty. It's just wow. it didn't set. It wasn't. Smash I haven't Fox. seen. I haven't seen a local uh, a local first no, <laughs> PlayStation no, All Stars. No, yeah, no, I'll stand no. by what I said. But I can imagine non gaming people sitting in a boardroom with a whiteboard going, like, what can "Okay, we what can we do for this? For this, it's going to make what are big IPs that are going to make us the most amount of money and well, the greatest about- shareholder." Talking about money, Ooh, I, we mentioned aye. it earlier. I think we can't. We rem, we have to talk about the bayonetta thing then. And the um, fact that I don't have. Are you going to say that I was right, Sweeney? Yeah, like oh okay, think, <laughs> yeah. Like I I didn't t- take a view on it last week because I knew there was more. I was waiting for more info and man, this Helena Taylor, the old bayonetta voice actress, man, she she is really fucking. She's in shit now, you know. No <laughs> one believes her. 
Fucking what a what a travesty. What an anime. What an anime character arc over two weeks. Jesus. And it happened like that news came out just before like Bayonetta 3's like (laughs) a couple of days before it was coming out, and I think it's just like sealed the deal. Everyone's like, nah, fuck her. But wait, we're gonna we're gonna explain some stuff, right? So even like last week, it was still kind of not hundred percent confirmed, but at that point it was she had said she was only offered four thousand, she'd gone back and asked and she was offered four thousand, right? That's how she said it. And I actually didn't watch all of her videos because she had quite a few. I watched some of them and I'm like, it was kind of bullshit. Like how she was going about, what's the, what's the other lady's name? Jennifer, Jennifer Hale, Jessica Hale, Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Hale. Jennifer Hale. Yeah, she's like, she goes, and she is not Bayonetta. She, I made that character. That's not, no. I am Bayonetta. And I was like, well, this lady's a psycho, right? When I rewatched the videos. So that like, we sort of knew that part and then, Mostly Jason Stryer's article, then which got backed up by other sources that said, no, she was offered, you know, like over 10 grand, like multiple sessions. She turned it down. She wanted a lot more money. And then, you know, they just said, fuck it, we'll go with someone else and then do a cameo with her, right? And now she comes out this week, Mike, going, Hmm. well, you know, everyone's attacking me and these journalists are coming after me. And yes, it's true. I was offered 10... 14,000 or something, I think she said, or 10,000 or whatever. I'm like, lady, but you have like... declined it and then got offered for 4,000 for a so, cameo? Yeah. She, okay. she did, yeah. But see, the thing is, she didn't, she didn't actually verify parts of the reporting as well because they said she had asked for six figures, right? With her, like, reply. So she didn't say if that was true or not, but she didn't say it was a lie, that part, right? So it seems okay. like it was true. And then she's coming back and she goes, it wasn't a lie. It's like, uh, yeah, of course it's a lie. It's a lie by omission. Of course well, it's a fucking I'd lie. I'd say it is, yeah. A, if you're kind a of big omitting the there, first lady. part of the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets even better because she <laughs> she then is like still asking people to boycott it. And they go, instead of using the money for that, you should use your money for pro-life campaigns. Oh. Wait, I, really? Yeah, last yeah, yeah, week, yeah, 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 last yeah, week yeah, yeah. I didn't okay, wow. bring it up, but this week I'm happy to <laughs> you say have that. To now that I'm happy that. to say yeah. that she seems like an absolutely uh, miserable human being in many ways. Um, f- uh, but look, I I do try to separate that kind of stuff away from this. But man, like, yeah, it's yeah. it's right. Yeah, you pretty you pretty yeah. you stay away from that shit. Normally. I so un- look, honestly, yeah. I'd be like. Bloody get Jennifer Hale to re-record the freaking painted one of Anderson. Oh, her off the face of the bloody. Uh... Oh, jeez. <laughs> and now, yeah, she's just trying to but like. You gotta... She's just like now, you know, punching at the fucking wind. You know, she doesn't know what to do, man. It's like. So, so, so this is to, to me. This goes back to the whole, you know, trying to separate the artist from the art. And it's it's a it's a classic example where it's not going to put me off playing Bayonetta. I will still appreciate it. I'll still appreciate the voice for what it is. I will still listen to Yee's music, even though you know. Well, you was like Yee's you are music. Kanye, so I'd and hope that. you listen. Just remember, Mike. The, the biggest regret you'll have in <laughs> sorry, just remember Yee. The biggest regret yes. in life you'll have is you'll never be able to see yourself perform on stage. So. Damn, isn't it Yee? By the way. Oh, I don't like whatever. saying his name Yeezy, like that. I just call him yeah. fucking Kanye. I say Yeezy, Yeezy because it's Yeezy. I don't care. But Yeezy's Yeezy. a brand. Kanye. It's not his Kanye. name. But anyway, so it's the same as you know. I can still appreciate Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, watching him in basketball and appreciating what he does, even though I fucking hate him for all the sports bet ads that he does <laughs> with a passion. 
And likewise, Samuel L. Jackson. I can still appreciate his movies and, and him as an actor and enjoy those films. And I'm probably not going to boycott him, even though I'm, I'm like, eh, you know, I'm a man of principle. So I probably Why are you should, boycotting Samuel L. Jackson? Sorry. Because he did he did the Bet365 ads for a while. I think that was I, another guy. I think I that was, no, no, uh... no, it was him. It was him. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, I fucking hate gambling with a passion. So... We need to but you haven't called out any find... white guys who've done gambling ads, which are a lot. So yeah, we need, we need to. No, yeah, What's his name? What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Thingo. Thingo. Uh, the, the, what's his name? The, the Medi- not Maddie. What's his name? Sinking deep. Sinking. Wahlberg. This is like the racist Mark Wahlberg. This is like the racist Mark Wahlberg. Mark Mark Wahlberg betting ads. Mark Wahlberg betting ad. He did. Mark Wahlberg. He did. He did Ladbrokes, the motherfucker. So. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't you didn't Mark lead Wahlberg with him, though. Part... You didn't. Let's be real. You didn't lead with him. Well. And he was I, quite I egregious. Didn't listen, I didn't hear those ads as much, whereas I heard the freaking Shaq one. It's on at the moment. <laughs> or is it, it more like that's off. more offensive to you? But anyway, go no, it's just <laughs> offend. I'm, I'm not offended, but I hate gambling ads with a passion, man. I think it's like cigarette ads. It's like cigarette ads. Like you go back Same and watch thing, the yeah. 80s and you go, whoa, they were yeah. advertising cigarettes they like, will. on TV. They'll go back They'll and go, what the fuck were we thinking? They'll ban it for sure. For sure. For sure. Dumbest thing, man. And now Melbourne Cup's coming. Can I just have a really quick gripe about it? All of freaking uh, the, the, the river, the Maribyrnong River got pop flooded. My, my theory and other people's theories is because of the, the shit that they did to protect the race The Melbourne course. Cup is a horse, big horse race. It's a big for horse race. Anyone that's not Australian. Globally, it's not yeah. it's a globally big horse race. It's have, global, man. Yeah, but a lot of people's not going to know it's, what it is. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually get a public holiday in, in at least in Victoria. We get a public holiday to gamble and watch horses yeah. running around in circles. It makes no fucking sense at all, man. All right. I just don't yeah. get it. I just want I to give some context. People so... like, what the fuck is a Melbourne Cup? Is yeah, that's what a Melbourne Cup is. Anyway, yes, so yeah, this, this lady is like totally wrecked herself. And so, I have to yeah. say, I've yeah, been playing Bayonetta. Bayonetta. So I yeah, played Bayonetta, Bayonetta 1, a bit of it, and then played Bayonetta 3. I, like, if this whole thing didn't blow up, I I reckon, honestly, I wouldn't have even known that there's a different voice. Wow. But I do think Helena... Wow, racist. Helena... You know, well, all, all white put, women like, sound the same to you? Better not do that. Is that it? No, no, no. Wait, let me speak. Okay. You okay. You confirmed right. racist. Okay. Jeez. Tell me then. Tell that's, me. That's the episode well, title. Confirmed racist. I mean, Jennifer Hale's <laughs> Jennifer Hale's not British, so that kind of makes sense. I think then. So, uh, which is weird because like Helena Taylor, yeah, Taylor totally doesn't... different though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, but she's putting on a British accent. Oh, just get let me speak, man. Let but me. But that speak. is racist. Putting on a British accent if you're not actually British, right? <laughs> well, you don't know her race. So that's racist. <laughs> that's well, racist. he just said she's not. He said she's a. American. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe yes. it could be English background. Yeah. Well, okay. So what? If, so if I'm you have like, a French background, background, you can is... speak French. You have this I have no accent. issue with okay. a US person doing an Australian or English. A US being. Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? If all of us originally came from Africa... As right. it goes, Mike, <laughs> why do you draw the line? Sure, sure. Can we call this the racist line? You gotta draw the line somewhere. You gotta draw the line somewhere. And I feel like American British, it doesn't work. All right. So what? I'll, what? The thing I was trying to say though is, if people didn't shout it out, I, would, I wouldn't have paid attention and known. How, like now that I do know that there's a new person, you can clearly hear the difference. And really. Uh, 
what's her name? Helena Helena Taylor is much better. Like as oh. Bayonetta. Much better. Oh. Much, much Bring better. Bring her back. We bring her back. Can I get group? a DLC? Can I get it? Can, can I we get... get a DLC that overwrites everything? <laughs> hey, why don't why does <laughs> someone should make a patch using that AI generated voiceovers? <laughs> get the entire script and then add her back. <laughs> Yeah, and then have it on Kickstarter that we're raising funds for destroying Planet Paranoid. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And we're not paying her for it. We're just going to use an AI-generated yeah. voice. So, look, I, I think she was a better performance. Um, but uh, it kind of goes back to what I was saying a little bit. That, you know, it doesn't really matter. Because I, I, I would not have known. There's no way I would have known. That's because you're racist. Uh, races against white people. <laughs> That's what you, is this yeah. your argument? Versus Pretty you, much. you think Americans multiple black and British men, people sound the same? Multiple black men all sound the same. Yeah, that you dislike. <sighs> okay, all right. All right you're all hosting right. the show. This is your show, yeah, Swinny. This, this is your fault, Swinny. This is your fault. I. That's all I wanted to cover in the, the leftover headlines. <laughs> So I think it's time to wrap up the show then. Yeah, probably um, a good idea. And I just now need to admit that the entire show, for anyone that's listening to audio, I've been attempting to keep this pumpkin in the middle of my horns the entire show. I'm so it looks like her. the eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings. So uh, I just wanted to just admit it that. It is very cool. Two hours very I've cool. been attempting to like center it. <laughs> it's and got it's an been... arrow as well from the Assassin's Creed hat. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I put the devil horns and the Assassin's Creed hat. I've, I've been watching thing. it more just to go, how long would I wait to tell you that you're your cabinet's yeah. on fire. <laughs> next, it wouldn't be instant, to... but it would be pretty quick. Yeah. I'll tell you. Oh, would it? Mm. No, all my mm. 15 years worth of hyper magazines. Yeah, but it's on. more the Amiibo, the precious Amiibo. The next That's day. the reason why you would yeah. say something. Hey, yeah. When I went to PAX, there was someone that had like, was selling all the retro hyper copies. Hyper ah, copies. How, how much for? Like, how much yeah. for? I'm like, I felt like going to them and go, Hey, can I sell you a bunch of <laughs> 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 no, You want to sell? Man, they sell. might be worth something. How much were they selling for? Yeah, how much I were didn't they? look. I didn't look. Because so, I've got most of them. So yeah, I should have. Wow. I should have taken note of who it was at least, and then would have been sick. I've got the Game Informer ones, and I kept them because I love the Game artwork. Game Informer, they're worth nothing. I know, I know, but the actual artwork was really cool on the cover because it was like a full double cover artwork. I've got really Nintendo cool. Magazine system. Yeah, that's nuts. That's odd. People don't even and know that shit. Oh, man. Wow. NMS. NMS. I got... Uh, I got unbiased, completely unbiased NMS. publication. <laughs> totally yeah, unbiased. Yeah. <laughs> How dodgy is that, by the way, Mike? That Nintendo, like, made Nintendo Power in the States and then Nintendo Magazine System in Australia would hmm. review Nintendo games and would not make it clear, like, explicitly clear, it's Nintendo that are behind the publication. Right, oh. so people are buying this. I would buy it for like reviews of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. This is totally not biased. And then it's just wow. lucky that Nintendo games are pretty good <laughs> as a whole. Damn. Like <laughs> Super Mario Brothers hey. Three is going to be an awesome game. I'm like, all right, I'm in. It's not suspicious at all. <laughs> no, it's not suspicious at all. Well, I have a collection oh, of punch card Uh-oh. lovers. No, so Uh-oh. I've got a collection of punch card lovers anonymous from like the '60s. <laughs> what the? F- I I don't know what that is. Man. I don't know what you you're talking about. You guys don't know about punch card lovers? No, if that makes we just said we don't an know. Idiot, then right. Okay, so let me, let me explain that to you. Right. So <laughs> I well shall be before an idiot. <laughs> you guys had Super Nintendo and Hyper and all those fancy, you know, people had big computers that took out the entire <laughs> well, size yeah, I know size what of the house. Well, Mike, I know what them. punch cards are, but yeah. I didn't know. Well, they used to release magazines about okay, that. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was it called? What was it called? 
Punch Card Lovers Anonymous. There's like nothing. I'm like Googling this Yeah, shit. I know, because I made it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're ah, get you like caught. Caught. would have that. You caught. Caught. Jesus <laughs> what a Christ dumb Mike. joke. Jesus <laughs> what a dumb ass joke. Hey, he fell for it. He didn't fall for it. He goes, I don't know what it is because yeah, it doesn't like, exist and it's no not idea. funny. Anyway, anyway, what are we talking about next week? We got anything planned for next week? Anything you guys are that's coming out that you might want to try out? What, what's the deal? Uh, I'm checking what open coming out of the saying. I wouldn't mind song? trying out Star Ocean: The Divine Force, the new Star Ocean game. The only thing is, due to the nature of those games, I kind mm-hmm. of want to. They have a lot of missable stuff and lots of stuff that require multiple playthroughs. So part of me is like, oh, I might just uh, wait a bit because it mm-hmm. also hasn't got stellar reviews. But I think I'd enjoy it. But I'm like, mm, the longer I wait, the more it'll drop in price as well. So I don't know. I'll see what I what I feel like. I need to get to onto some PlayStation games to catch up to my resolution. So maybe I'll play some PlayStation games. There's no major ah. releases next week, but I mean Ragnarok's no. the week after, so I'm gonna try to bang out Bayonetta mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> get on to Ragnarok. Sonic Frontiers is coming out the day before Ragnarok. And very disappointingly, Skull and Bones has got pushed back. That was going to oh, no, hurt a lot damn. of the Ragnarok sales. Uh, and we had that it being all... a paid game, uh, you have to pay money to play Skull and Bones. Oh, it's, it's not, paid. Uh, it's, it's paid. I it was free. Damn. Uh, and then what? I guess it's Callisto Protocol at the start of uh, December. Mm. Will you get be getting that on launch, Mike? Callisto Protocol. Probably. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Actually, I'm actually interested in getting I think it I might, on the yeah. site on the podcast. If it reviews might. well, I might get it as well. Yeah, I think I might. I uh, I downloaded. I like its uh, Downloaded um, the Mummy Demastered. I think it's called. Oh yes, that's a cool. Game. Oh, oh, I heard yeah. it's really good. Yeah. I heard it's really really good. Uh, Is that way so, forward? I think. Yeah, I think it's way forward. Yeah, remember. I'm but it was it was sure. down to ten ten bucks, including the the discount. Oh really? It's so, not special. Ten bucks. It, no. it wasn't special. Yeah, this was two days ago. So I do I'm feel like Mike will buy anything but, as long as it's on special. No, no, no. This this actually I've been keeping my ass for ages. I didn't see it on special. I missed the game espresso segment, Mike. You know, you need to bring that back. It's still on sale. It's twelve bucks. It's still on sale. Yeah, cool. I feel like it's worth twelve bucks. And it is way forward. Yeah. Cool. It go. was better than the movie. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I heard it's actually a really good game. So, yeah. yeah. They just need to bring back, uh, what's his name, Brendan Fraser, after his uh, success of his latest movie, The Whale. All right, on that <laughs> note. It's gone in every direction. On that note, <laughs> The Whale is what we end on. Um, thank you for joining us, and uh, we will be back next week. Who knows what we're talking about, but it'll be surely video game related for once. Maybe. Until then, catch us later. Adios. Good night, Navidasen.